Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It has it has big implications, bro. Don't you know about you know Scottish heritage? Didn't you sell kilts at one point? Yes, I did sell kilts. Yes. So how did that work? You co- you cold called people or no 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 they like called he, you? No, he already had an inbuilt network and everything. So was so we sold on Amazon, eBay, and via the websites. And yeah, just people just but basically just managing sales. Did you so have to about, fake a Scottish yeah. accent? No, because you're just because you're just it's a, a seller, you know. So, but like it's a black dude selling kits. I know, what's... I know. Which is why I said, look, man, like, what's, what was his name? Was John? Say John, look, man, like, I, I, I can't keep doing this, bro. You know, and I was, I was a pretty good employee. I was actually he, he liked me. I was actually pretty good. I was very good at customer sales. Like, so no, no, I mean customer service. I was, I was, I was very good at customer service. But I was like, yo, John, look, man, allow this, man. Uh, I don't think there's gonna be much. What's it called? The old firm. Oh yeah, yeah, the old film. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. We're not gonna have much coverage, but shout out! I think Celtic won, and they're up by six points. If Rangers would have won, the league would have been tied, but Celtic won, so they have a shout six out, point shout lead. Out my Scottish brothers. So, there shout you go. Talking Tactics podcast. We do this every Tuesday. What's up? Oh, people? we're already recording. Yeah. Oh shit. Why yeah. not? I pressed the record button, so let's just go with it. My name is Daniel. It's a kid, half old, double aged, trying to live, trying to exist, trying to stay alive, trying to be the best guy that I can be. Yep, uh, we <laughs> we do the podcast like I said Tuesdays. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of that. Check us out on Patreon. I, I have a, a bone to pick on the Patreon this week with oh. with Nigerians. Stay tuned. Um, let's just jump in. So Chelsea lost to Brentford. I didn't watch it, so you're gonna have to tell me what happened. Why didn't you watch your your team play? Friday, I stood up. I stayed up late. And I knew I had to get up at a certain time. So I just didn't feel like waking up before a certain time. Like for you, the game would have been three. For me, it was at 10. I just couldn't wake up at 10. You know, I took for granted they would win, perhaps. So I just, I was like, ah, it's Brentford. I'll, I'll watch the highlights. But actually, sorry, quick, quick, quick side note. So in the 2016 2017 season, Celtic, um, <laughs> So I, I, don't, I don't know how to talk because it's this thing called first phase, second phase, but second phase. So Celtic won the Scottish Premier League. They played 38 games. They won 34, drew four, lost none, scored 106 goals, considered 25, <laughs> and ended with 106 points. <laughs> was that, that was Brendan Rodgers, wasn't it? Had, had to be. Yeah, this was 16, 17. So yeah, probably was. Yeah, probably was him. And that was when Rangers were... Third. Uh, didn't they... They no, were no. third. Yeah, they were third. Ab- Aberdeen was second. When did Rangers weren't they like relegated or put I know, into I know. like? I think it was. Um, 
some ah it was basically yeah it's so 15 6 16 rangers are aren't here so i think 16 17 ah. is when they, they they came up so okay that makes sense 106 you said 106 points yep how many points. goals 106 goals in how many games um 38 games I mean that is scary. But although as as crazy as that is. No, that's sacrificial, bro. No, 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 no. Didn't Conte win 31 games? And I think Pep won 32. Like I think the 100 point season, Pep won 32 games. 106 points out of okay, quick math. 38 times three is 114. So you drop eight points in the whole season. Bro, you know what? No, no, no. Look at this. 17-18 season, City, 38 games played, 32 wins, 4 draws, 2 losses, 106 goals scored, 100 points Damn. in the Premier League. In the Premier League. That is crazy. That Was is there crazy. anybody chasing them down that season? No, no, no. United had 81 points, bro. Oh, remember Mourinho, he said. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's my greatest, His greatest achievement. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> I was like, bro, you have a trouble, you know. Like, it's not your greatest accomplishment, but he was trying to. Oh, by the way, yo, Louis Van Gaal. Oh, that's sad. That's I, sad. I hope. I hope he gets. But we'll yeah. we'll talk. So yeah, tell me what happened with Chelsea Brentford. Chelsea played like crap. They they played like garbage as they always have done. Then Rudiger, who's always been doing these long shots, one of his long shots eventually go through, and it's so good that Javier actually holds his head because it's such a crazy goal. Arudga does probably one of the funniest, most African celebrations of the year. Do you think that okay, blah blah blah? Then Chelsea just somehow just self-destructed, and even Tony was made to look like a pickiniesta, bro. Oh, he's pulling strings. Yeah, bro. Like the way the guy was just passing through two, three Chelsea defenders were just ball watching. And yeah, Chelsea's defense just fell, fell apart and Brentford just cut them open. There's now this debate. So on one side, people say, oh, it's, it's, it's just an anomaly. It's just one free game. Look at like when and Liverpool got touched by Aston Villa. So there's not much to read into. There's another thing, though, that Chelsea have always been playing badly, but they've just mm -hmm. managed to win. So this is the first one. Like they've continued their crap for football, but they now got beat and got beat bad by a team who've just come into the Premier League for the first time ever and who've not been on amazing form. So it's like, and 4-1 at home against Brentford. If it was like Southampton or Villa or so, then it's like, okay. But it's Brentford at the crib. That's bad, bro. So I'm looking this up right now. Chelsea have a goal from Marcus Alonso, three from Chilwell, so that makes four. Three from Silva, so that makes seven. Three goals from Chalaba, so that makes ten. Three from Rudiger, that makes 13. Five from Reese James, which makes 18. So 18 of their 58 goals have been scored by defenders this season. I mean, who's 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 leading? <laughs> Mount has eight. Havertz has six. Jorginho has six. I guess they're all penalties. And Lukaku has five. There's an issue. And I've said this from the top. If you have a system where defenders are made to be the attackers and the attackers you have are not firing or doing well. Mainly you look at Pulisic doesn't score enough. Hudson-Odoi doesn't score enough. Ziyech, I'll give him a pass because he creates, so I can't say he doesn't score enough. Timo Werner definitely doesn't score enough. Lukaku's not scoring enough. Havertz is 
I would say Havertz isn't scoring enough because he's playing in what would be the striker's area. So what's going on? Eight goals from your fullbacks in comparison to like five from your striker. This team is backwards. As I've always said, winning is a great deodorant, man. It, it covers up stench. So if the defenders choose to score, you know, three and you win the game 3-1 or something like that, it's like, ah, oh, yeah, like um, the forwards didn't play well, the attacking midfielders didn't play well, but we got the win. That's all that matters. Ah, okay. But what happens in games like this one where, okay, you get the goal from Rudiger, but you need more? Basically, here's the thing. This was always going to happen. Like, as you said, those wins were covering over the cracks. But if, let's say, you have like a freaking if you if your defenders are the highest scorers in your team, that's an issue. That's that's a serious issue. So, and you can't go through a whole season operating like this. It's crazy. Yeah. This, this, this is the big issue. Havertz and Lukaku. How does Havertz work? Havertz works if the midfield works. So if the, the midfield have to be creative. Timo Werner has one goal, by the way, in the Premier League. Screw, screw that blunt <laughs> loser. Don't, 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 don't mention that, 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 that moron's name. So the way that Havertz works is your midfield has to be creative. Think peak Barcelona. Fabregas. Iniesta. Javi, all these freaking dudes who are supplying for the guys. So if you don't have that inventive midfield, Havertz may have this one game where he scores a header from, 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 from a corner or that one game where he scores that one goal, but it won't be consistent. Yeah. So you bring in a Lukaku. He has to walk, but he's not been able to walk as a striker because see, Lukaku, because he's a striker, he understands, I can't touch the ball for 75 minutes. I can, I can, get, I can get the goal out of nowhere. Havertz, doesn't have that striker flex. See, that striker flex that you can be a steal for 75 minutes and say what's up in the seven, in 776. Havertz, he needs the ball to try and say what's up. So if he doesn't have the ball and is not really feeling the, 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 the game, he will not be able to be clinical as what strikers are able to be because they understand that MO. So his Chelsea are screwed because you don't have the support system to make Havertz effective and Lukaku has been a flop. And... You and Chelsea are in Man City, where City, because their system is so good and so well thought out, the goals can be spread through. So you're not yeah. getting an Ilkay Gundogan who can give you with double figures from midfield. You're not going to get that from anyone at, at Chelsea. I, I I know people would spin this into saying if you're getting a good bulk of your production from defenders, that could be a good thing because that means goals are coming from everywhere. And those goals should be able to supplement or be in addition to goals that you get from your forwards. But for Chelsea, they're not getting the requisite number of goals from their forwards to make those goals from defenders just icing on the cake. The goals from defenders this season have been the cake. Other than like Mount scoring his, okay, cool. Jorginho getting penalties, okay, cool. But the goals that Lukaku... Werner, Havertz, you know what I mean? Like the system doesn't facilitate goals in a way. The system is there to not concede. So like defenders are doing double duty. It's like, okay, we have to not concede goals and then let's go score some, whether it's set pieces or long shots or, you know, filling numbers in the box. I remember there was one goal, I think, where Chilwell crossed and it was Reese James or Reese James crossed to Chilwell. It's like the wingbacks are combining in the box. Like you would think, oh, that's fantastic. That's great. But 
that would be good if you had a Liverpool situation mm. where Mane and Salah are getting 20, 25, 30 goals a season in the league. That's good. And then you can supplement with whatever Trent gives you or Robertson or what have you. I've always said it's up to Tuchel, man. Like you have you need to make the best with what you have. And if this is the best with what you have, then you you can't blame Tuchel for Lukaku, man. Yes, I can. So if a guy doesn't know how to control a ball, that's Tuchel's fault. How did Conte get it to work? Because Lukaku just was he was playing better. Like you see, you can play better for whatever reason it may be, who knows? But you can play better in one environment for some reason, not play better in other environments. Tuchel, he does deserve some praise. But at the end of the day, if you can't control a ball, if you're losing the ball and so forth, that's on the player. That has nothing to do with the manager. The manager is structure. Okay, you in the wider blueprints sense of things, you don't fit in. And yes, Tuchel can tweak things to try and get the best out of Lukaku. But at the end of the day, when the ball comes to you and you individually can't control the ball and you lose possession of the ball, that's on you, the player. That's an isolated in a, in a vacuum issue. Yeah, but asking Lukaku to be a number 10 or like we, we need you to take multiple touches in a game in order to break a team down. For me, that's not real life because what no, you would... Bro, bro, you, you shouldn't ask Lukaku to do that in the first place. Do you remember his goal against Arsenal? Okay, that's yeah. that's what he should be doing. The team should be structured that way, but where, he, where he's making a run near the goal, and you have crosses coming into him, and he doesn't need to take a touch Daniel, except the touch been, that scores Daniel, the goal. Crap. Daniel Lukaku has been crap. Let's just he's been crap. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Let, Let's let's just be real. He's been crap. So let's let's. I can. But it's, he's it's, it's another he, failure, he, man. So. It's not unexpected, is my point. If you're asking him to play like he's Sergio Aguero and he can't do it. Of course, he's going to look bad. We've seen him for 10 years at this point. No, but no, no, no. Nobody's like, asking, we, no. We, we no, know no, no, he is no, a no, limited no. footballer. When you, no, when you receive the ball and you can't control the My ball. My point is he should that's nothing be trying on Sergio to receive Aguero. the ball and that's not his game. Did you watch him at Inter Milan? Occasionally, yes. When it was at Inter Milan, he could control the ball, turn and bring guys into the game. He was running in straight lines, bro. It's not like he when, was no, doing no, no, anything no. There was There were several situations when Enzo would have a counter. Was he looking he would... like R9? Are you saying he was R9? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying that he could control the ball, hold the ball up, either turn, give it to Latero Martinez, and then they'll be set ahead and go. And also, bro, look, it's funny. I think it was Patrick, City fan. You see, he sent me some footage of just like, you know, bad Lukaku stuff. And at at Inter he was still bad. At Inter he was he was still doing bad stuff. I it's know. just that Conte, and here's the thing. And the, now this is what people are very, listen about it. How good is this Syria really? It's not that. No no, not no, 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 no. Hold on, no, no. See, let's be real right now. How good is this Syria really? So Lukaku doing well in the Syria and so forth. I can tell and, you. And and, and the way that we're viewing this Syria right now, does yeah. that really matter? So maybe Lukaku is actually crap. <laughs> okay, here it is. The, we can we can have our own internal debates or external debates about how good the Serie A is or isn't. The main point about Lukaku is if Conte builds a system around Lukaku, even with his deficiencies in the Serie, if if you play him ninety minutes, thirty eight games, the style of play will eventually mean that even if he misses two chances or messes up three attacks in a game. 
he'll get his two chances and score one of them. Plus, he was taking penalties, I think. According to you. Look, there's a Syria tax. There's a Syria tax. At Chelsea, the system tax. isn't built around him. So no, he's, no, no, he's no, living off even that. more no, scraps no, I don't want to hear that. Stop making excuses. Stop making excuses. It's not excuses, bro. You're making, ex- you're making excuses. You're making excuses. Um, the fact of the matter is there's a Syria tax and it, and it exists. Fine. Because, because right now, but that's, Syria that's, is looking for in the light. Anybody can say that. Anybody can say Syria tax, Queen Lizzie tax. Like, anybody can say that. If we're breaking so, no, down no, no, the actual no. reasons of why it is, no, no, but no, but that means something because when we're now saying that, wait a minute, maybe Lukaku isn't as, as good as we think he is. So even if you change the system to suit him, okay. how do we know that he'd still be clinical? Because right now, you performing in the Syria doesn't mean anything because that's of how how Tuchel low bail. Syria is. That's that that is you giving Thomas Tuchel bail. It's so, not giving Tuchel so bail because the, the, the Syria is, is is inducted. The Syria is rather inducted. There's only one Syria team left in Europe right now, and that's Atlanta in the Europa League. Juve got touched by Villarreal. Um, Inter got touched by, by Liverpool. So right now, you scoring 20, 25 goals in Syria doesn't really mean mean much if Syria isn't as good as we think think it is. So even if you were to change the system to suit to Lukaku and so forth in the Premier League, which it performs much better than the Syria, maybe he doesn't score those goals. Maybe he's still crap. <laughs> Well, so, okay, but why wouldn't you try it? Nah, Just, nah don't, don't try it. No, there's no point, bro. There's no point. I, I say no. I say no. That's I not scientific, no. though. Like, you're not falsifying your reason. I am saying there is no point. Because from a football point of view, from a football analytical point of view, so you'd rather I, don't, I, yeah, I don't believe that Lukaku is worth the kind of player to change the system because he's not done anything for me that I would deem exceptional enough for you to change the system to suit him because the only thing exceptional he's done is being amazing in the Syria, which we now know doesn't mean much because a 60-year-old Cagliarella was top scorer in the Syria at one point. Mm-hmm. So there we go. Daniel, I wanted Haaland, bro. I wanted the link. And you'd right? still struggle with link. football. Have you seen Haaland play the, football? Or the ski. Or the ski. Haaland is a... No, no, no. Haaland is a more clinical striker. He's so. not a great footballer? You'd still be pissed off when the touch would bounce off him? Actually, no, I wanted this this ski. This the ski was my number one target. The ski I was my number one target. Shout out Christian Erickson, by the way. Yeah, man. You know. Came, cool story. Came, cool story. Came you know, back Disney, alive, man. You know, Disney little, Plus. You know. Little Disney Plus. I was about to say Disney Plus, you know. <laughs> Paramount Plus, Disney Plus, HBO Max, what, you know. What, 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 Paramount Plus. No, it's Disney Plus. Par- Paramount has like proper thingy, man. So there's Disney Plus, Paramount Plus, HBO Max, Apple Plus. We're being we're paying more for TV without knowing it these days. Yeah, but I don't. YouTube Gold, hush, hush. Was it? Amazon Prime, Netflix. It's like ah, so many services. United against Leicester. Another game that I I monitored this game, but I didn't watch it. Apparently, Leicester should have won two one, but a goal oh, yeah. was ruled off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrong, wrongfully, wrong, wrongfully. Um, look, um, Can't, we need to have a discussion about Ragnick. What, 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 what discussions? What's, what, what's, what's the discussion? If he, if he didn't have that, if once, once the season's over, he's gonna go up into the in the boardroom thing. They just sacked him, bro. They would have, they would have never hired him in the first place. <laughs> that too. <laughs> Yeah, so no, like, and this is what I said when he was hired. I said that people were like, oh no, he's he's an interim, he's an interim, he's just here just to part them through. But I said to Terry, I said, bro, I'm looking on Wikipedia. Yo, Terry is a crazy name. I don't understand why. What is what is his name? Terrence. 
Uno, I, no, I call him Terence, just 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 as a laugh, but his name is actually Terry, Terry Flewe. Um I don't get why. Like Terry sounds like a woman's name to me, but then in England you guys do weird names. It's like no, 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 no. Like but that, it's, but... it's it's Terry with a Y. Terry with an I is for woman. Terry with a Y is for guys. <laughs> so, like, what's what's it called? Terry Hatcher. Um, <laughs> what's it called? Um, what was I saying? You, you died said. Yes. So no, this is what this was what I, I said to Terry. I said I said to Homeboy that um, I went onto Wikipedia, and oh, I said yeah. that. Only thing this guy's achieved is a DFP Pokal Cup win and taking Schalke to the UCL semis. That's all he's achieved. <laughs> and the notion was he taught Klopp and Tuchel. Ugh. Have you heard the notion that sometimes the students can surpass the master? My mom taught me how to make stew and pancakes. Hey, easy, easy. What do, what, what do you mean? You can make better stew than your mom? There you go, yeah. <laughs> And my mom even admitted. My, my, okay. my mom actually said that. Oh wow, this stew is actually better than my than my stew. And then I I, I started to make stew for the whole family and everything because my, my my stew everyone liked it and everything. So somebody can did they just say that something. so you'd or did they just say that so you'd have to cook? No 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 no. It was okay. no. Everyone said it was. But everyone said it was. Everyone, okay. You know, like I don't know. I don't know. My 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 cooking is I my cooking is I. So people just thought that oh he taught Klopp. And Tuchel, therefore, he must... Okay, yeah, he taught them the fundamentals. And they took the fundamentals and took it to a whole new level in their in their own vision. So, for United, this, this is my thing, because it's like Groundhog Day. So, the, so the, new, new, the new name on the block is Ten Hag. Yeah. So, what if um, Eight Hag comes in? And Eight Hag... Be um, nice. Be nice. Bro, I should say, okay, okay, what if Eight Hag comes in and then he's, he, he continues to, to, to lose games? Is he... Now the issue now, do you now say, oh, look at this Dutch guy who's a philosophy mentioned, blah, 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 just a B-Tech Cruyff. When is it the time when it's like, it's the it's the, the, the players that are the freaking issue? Now, that, that maybe the players are trash, or maybe your recruitment is trash, you know? And look, shout out to boy Uncle Mu. That was the last guy who was who actually did something decent for, for United. The last mm. time they won a major trophy was under Uncle Mu, the guy that they insulted and called it a, a parasite. 2015? So now, 2015? 2016, 17, 17. Yeah, yeah, 17, 17, isn't it? 14 and 15 years with Chelsea. I just think if you're a football genius, what are you doing with Moscow or in Moscow? So Ragnik, he was with Spartak Moscow (laughs) or CSKA, one of the two. I'm just like, what is this football genius doing in Russia? Shouldn't he be in Madrid, Barca, Bayern? Dortmund, PSG, I act like why is he in Russia? He's just getting money. Is that his thing? Like I'm just going around just trying to get the bag. Like okay, like who was the last football genius to come from Russia or work Lenin. in Russia? Lenin, <laughs> Trotsky. <laughs> I think I thought. Th- wait, 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 wait. Did someone get Trotsky with an ice pick? Or was that Lenin? I think that was Trotsky. That if it did, it happened in Mexico. With it, with the ice pick, so it happened so, in Mexico. Someone got Lara Crofted with a thin ice pick. I think it was Trotsky. Damn, none of those are football geniuses, though. So I'm just wondering, like Ralph, why are you there? Unless you're just about making money and going around the world and collecting as much money as possible. Which means, if Manchester United come and they're they're gonna give me a little offer, like you do this, you do that, you make as much money, you go to the boardroom, no pressure. Of course, I'm gonna accept it. it doesn't mean I'm right for it. 
but I'll use my reputation and the people who I've influenced, Klopp, Tuko, etc., to make as much money as I can. Can't knock the hustle, but it is a hustle. Do you know how crazy it is that a packet of sushi is like 14 pounds? Supply chain issues or? I have no idea, but because I wanted to get some su- sushi. You're charging me 14 pounds for a sushi platter. <laughs> you know, I've never had sushi in my life. Excuse me? You've never ever had sushi ever? Mm-mm. Wow. Raw. It's raw. I can never get over the idea that I'm eating raw fish bro, or something. Bro, bro. Or like steak tartare and things like that. I, I cannot do it. Sushi's like I'm, sushi's I'm, alive, bro. Like, okay, how do you how do you take your steak? Like if you go to a well restaurant. Done, well you... done. Well done. <laughs> That's so African, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, no, I, I can't have the whole medium rare thing, man. Bro, the people who eat it rare and media, I'm like, like, even if I know it's not blood, then it's just no, like, no, 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 cook no, my no, shit, I, bro. I, I, can't, I can't, I can't. It better be brown on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> if my steak's not brown on the inside, I'm I would be pissed. I remember one time I went to a restaurant and the chef was like, no, I'm not doing that. I guess he was some French dude and he was just like, no, I'm, I'm not going to cook it well done. So I'll give it medium well, but I'm I'm not going to do that. I just, I can't physically cook something well done. So he refused to serve me what I wanted. Damn. Yeah. And, and, and did you Out leave? of principle. Nah. I just ate it. <laughs> nah, but like it was, it, it wasn't pink. It was like between pink and brown like it was it was medium well is what it was but I, I didn't like it but i like i i understood i understood in a way like as a, as a proper chef like you you don't want to eat oh you, please i i get maybe it's like you want to be challenged and it's just like yo like if it's well done then i just know it's brown it's like but nah man cook my shit bro <laughs> but yeah i've never had sushi in my life uh for that reason city liverpool Big game coming up. Big game, big game. ARP 10? ARP 10, yeah. Up 10. Yes, yes, yes. It was ARP 9, but it's been moved. So they both won 2-0. City played Burnley and uh, Liverpool played... Watford. Watford, yes. Two good wins. Three points each. Is the gap two points? I think it's one point. Is it two points or one point? Le- EPL table... One point, you are correct, sir. 73 points for Manchester City, 72 points for Liverpool. Um, If you're Man City, now, they would never do this or admit this. But this is a quintessential Mourinho, you play for the point, and they'll never do it. Oh, no, no, no. Their philosophy is you go for the win. Fair enough. If this was Mourinho, we're drawing this game. And if we can sneak a win, we take it. But under no situation can Liverpool be allowed to win this game. That's the Mourinho philosophy. That's mm. the school Daniel comes from. If if I'm Guardiola, we're time-wasting from the first minute. They cannot win this game. Because if they win this game, they get confidence. We get knocked a bit. You know, you're behind two points and now it's in their hands. We draw the game. Mourinho says you play for the point and because he doesn't want his players explicitly playing for a draw. That causes problems. But, bro, this is a big game. This is a big game. What what would your philosophy be if you were Pep 
and we know what Klopp's going to do. So that's my question to you. Well, now, if I'm Pep, knowing how the players are, you you go out to win the, the game. Control possession and go out and attack them and just go out and just outplay them and just win, win the game 100%. You play to win. 100% you, you play to win. Same thing for Liverpool. That's why it's going to be a great game because Pep knows that if we beat them, that's mm. it. It's over. It's over. Like, you know, like four four points, run the table, boom, end up with 90-something points. Cool. Klopp knows that if they don't win, they will can't win the title. If it's a draw, they don't win the, the title because City will run the table. So, so I think Pep's approach is, yeah, 100% go for the win. And if you fall below the win and get a draw, it's still great. But you have to actively go out and get the win. And, and for Liverpool, it, it is like... It is what it is. You have to go all out. Go all out. Like win, So, Liverpool's mindset is a, is a lot easier. You have to just go all out because a draw isn't good enough. You have to just go out and win. City's mindset, you, you could say, okay, a draw is cool, but I think they're meant... Psychologically speaking, if City beats Liverpool and they beat them well, mentally, that would be huge for them all the way through. But if they beat Liverpool and they, and, they, and they outplay them and they just beat... Because look, see, City outplayed them at Anfield. They outplayed them. The City did probably deserve to win that game. So, mm-hmm. It's your Wild Wild West theory, though. If two teams play Wild Wild West football, the team with the better players will win. Now, you might say... Who City has the better, have players? The better players? Now, this is what I'm saying. You might say City have the better players, but not necessarily on that day. Because Liverpool have a squad that could be better than City depending on the day. If you take an average, if you play the game out 100 times, City win more times than they lose. Wait, 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 wait. Liverpool do have a squad that on their day can play better than City. No, 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 no. No, 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 no other team in the Premier League can say that except maybe Chelsea. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. But that's why I don't agree with you. Do City have better players than Liverpool? Yes. So you're saying that Silva, De Bruyne, Foden, Maris are better than Luis Diaz, Salah, Mane, Jota. Bro, you can go back and forth. <laughs> like, Bro, you can go man. back and forth. Like, like it's, put it this way, you can make an argument for both. So this isn't like City against like freaking Southampton where World World West, City are clearly better. There is no, oh, City clearly have the better individuals. But, that, no, that, but they, that, that, that even highlights my point even further, that it's not even as close as... I thought it well, it's not even as far in City's camp as I thought it was. It's it's more even. So what I'm saying is if you open the game up, which city will do because they're they're not playing for a draw. They're going to play to win the game. Like we're going to kill them here and now. That's that's gonna be Pep's philosophy, no doubt. But if you open the game up, you are opening Mane, Salah, Firmino, Jota, Diaz, or Van Dyke and Matip from a set piece. You done. Trent from a freak like you're opening the game and depending on who shows up you just might lose the game but for City there's no way you flip that switch off like you we're going for their neck basically it's going to be a great game I think mm. and even if it's like a 5-0 game and it's not even close it'll still be good for our purposes so <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is like I'm expecting at least a thousand people will be watching your live stream your post match or maybe not a thousand. We'll give you like 500, 800, somewhere. Like pe- people are going to care about this one. So, no, no, how, I, I, it's, it, it, this, this, just quickly, this might be the biggest game in the Premier League since the last time they played two seasons ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah, Stones yeah. had the clearance in, off the line. In, in, in January, yeah. Oh, no, it's yep. going to be huge. It's going to be huge. Like, coming, like, I mean, 
The only way there will be a massive response is if Liverpool trash Man City. Then there'll be like a huge response. Oh, because a lep stream. Um... Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. So anything other than that's like a narrow Liverpool win, a narrow City win, a draw. Okay, you know, it, it is. But I already know. I already know it's going to be a draw. I already know it's either going to be a one-one or two. I already know it's a, it's a draw. It's you're a feeling draw. a two-two, a good two-two. Yeah, yeah, two-two. Yeah, two-two. Two-two. I would yeah. love a Liverpool two-one, just because it would put what is it called the cat amongst the pit. Like it would make the end of the season very interesting to see yeah. City behind, and Liverpool. As much as I say they can show up on the day, they can crack against teams that you wouldn't expect them to. Where City, you would expect. You know, if it's a Burnley, Crystal Palace. No, but but, but we don't like, like City have never lost the table when they've been in the lead. That's what I'm saying. Let's so. see. Let's see. You know, Dembele gets an assist for that Pedri goal. Shouldn't count as an assist. <laughs> that shouldn't count as an assist. <laughs> see, that, see that, that's why. That's why stats <laughs> stats mentions are such bombs, man. Stats mentions are, are such bombs. Who who scored virtues, bro? Because now Dem. Dem I love it because the, the the Dembele narrative must run. But you know, objectively, what did he really do? Okay, he passed it to him, yes, but he didn't. Like Pedri assisted himself, but Dembele will get an assist. <laughs> I love it, man! What a goal, man, from Pedri. He's that guy. He just is. He's. I think. No, he, no, no, no. He's like for me. I thought it was all hype, but the more and more I see of him, no, this, this kid is crazy. Nineteen, nineteen years old. That's it's crazy, real. bro. He's real. He's real. If Ansu Fati could be fit, him and Pedri together, mm. you're cooking. If you're you are cooking, Araujo as well. You have a spine there of a good defender, potentially great midfielder. And I don't, I don't, I wouldn't know where to put Fatih. Like, put, put in good, great, somewhere in there, forwards, and then you just fill it in, fill around it. And, and, and also, if now they've already confirmed Kessier, Christensen is almost near to be confirmed, and if they now somehow get Rafinha, dog, jeez, man, I mean that's that. Yeah, you have a crew. You, 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 you got a crew, man. You've got a crew. <laughs> like, has has Ter Stegen become a weak link? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there there was a point where he was one of their better players. No, he was like their best. No, he was their best player. He might he, be he a weak them. link the the longer this goes. And this shows me as well with all these free contracts and Christensen, and they were going for Rudiger, and I've seen Mbappe mentioned, I've seen Haaland mentioned, Kessier obviously coming. The Messi contract was a, an anvil. Because where are they getting all this money from? The only thing that's really changed is... Okay, now, maybe you might say there are players who are at the end of their contract, like maybe Umtiti is or some player. Like, there's people who are leaving, so a lot of wages might be coming off the books. But I think they were paying Messi like 1.3 a week. <laughs> do, do you remember that report that came out from... Was it Der Spiegel? Or some some place in Germany where they released like the contract numbers of the bonuses he was getting... like. He was making a lot of money, and he would have been worth it, I guess, because, you know, winning leagues, winning Champions League, etc. Goals, assists, hat-tricks, this, that. Bruh, in, in an American parlance, you know how much cap space you get 
by letting go a player of that caliber? Like, <laughs> and this is crazy. It's crazy. That must be where you have the money to pay a lot of people. Like, if you're paying one guy a million a week, that means you can pay five guys, what, 200000 a week? Just by moving one player? What caliber of player could you get for 200000 a week? Pretty good. You could probably get a Kessie for two hundred. You could probably get a Christensen for two hundred. I think that contract off the books. Of course, it hurt in the moment because of who the guy was, but or is that con getting rid of that contract from by Laporta? Incredible decision. Bartomeu wouldn't have done it, but he did. But anyway, I'm not up to date on Barca finances. That's just from the outside looking in. Maybe somebody who's more Barca in tune can can tell me what's really going on. But from the outside, it's like, bro, you let go of a guy, you're paying. 1.5 a week what's that three six million a month just in wages no no and, and basically it's so crazy we've now reached a situation where if let's say messi was like hey Barca, i want to come back Barca mm -hmm. like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like chelsea with hazard it's like yo take no 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 night. no it's not the same no 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 hold up hold your horses <laughs> hazard yes chelsea need hazard Based on how trash Chelsea are, Chelsea did Hazard. Barca I saw your clip, bro. I saw your clip. You need to chill, man. You, oh, you need oh, to... Of course I'll take Hazard back. No, 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 no. Your clip of the Rooney Hazard thing. I saw the clip. Oh, oh. You need to realize people don't know you, bro. In what sense? How did you mean? <laughs> like, people don't know, like, your story with Hazard. <laughs> people don't know, like, yo, I used to trash this dude. He wasn't good. Then 2018 World Cup, no, no, I saw no. the light, and then bang. Like, people are going to think... <laughs> You've been riding with him since Leo, and you just you, you can't I'll, see anything I'll, else. I'll take down the videos. 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 Benzema, two penalties. Madrid got three in the game. They're saying um, that's ref sucks. Ref sucks. They're saying ref sucks. They're saying ref sucks. If he would have taken penalties, imagine, imagine his reputation. If Ronaldo doesn't take penalties and it's Benzema, that's that's what I got from watching that game. I was like, imagine if he took penalties the whole time. It's my argument with Drogba that if he took penalties instead of Lampard, Lampard isn't seen as great because he wouldn't have all the goal scoring records and Drogba would be because he would have the like 40, 50 more goals to his numbers. And that's that's significant. Um, but yeah, it's kind of the same thing with Benzema. But, you know, he made them. So that's 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 all I wanted to talk about for that one. But that's my transition into referees. Enter Juve. Mm. I didn't find an issue with the referees. Mm. I thought the penalty that they called was a penalty. I thought Morata was clumsy. Um, I was only slightly confused that when uh, Inter missed the penalty and scored, why doesn't the goal stand? How come you just don't let... Like, why retake the penalty if Juventus had a fraction, or an infraction, rather? Um why should Inter be punished to take the penalty again? So Juve fans complaining about the referee, I thought he gave you like a second chance to save the penalty when he didn't necessarily have to. Um, and then there was the foul on, was it? Oh, Zakaria. Zakaria, thank you. Yeah. Dennis is his name, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Whose dad it was a Juve fan, and that's the reason why he went? Oh, wow. Interesting. Um, <laughs> like how to how to that uh, UV fan okay, um, yeah, I thought 
most of the contact happened outside the box. There was the delit thing that happened where he got hit in the face and he fell over, like you know, play acting, obviously. Um, yeah, I thought the game was refereed fine, not great, but fine. But obviously, UV fans, you know, they weren't happy. So you watched the game, I'm sure. Um, what did you think? Um, actually, I only caught a little bit of the game because I had to head out somewhere. Uh-huh. Here's the thing, though, is I already said before that if Juventus won this league, then Syria is finished, bro. It's, it's finished, it's done. So I think for Syria's heritage and for it's because it's left a lot of else. Business heritage that they needed. It's just, so, so my, my thing is, look, see, this was huge for Inter. This was massive for Inter because in our sets up, I think, an amazing title shot. So now, as as we're talking, Milan are going to play Bologna tonight. Bologna? Yeah. Not not Bolognese, relax, bro. Um, it's no, look, look, it's it's like Juventus, I think, are a team who they are struggling both on the pitch and off the pitch. So I think they said that Chiellini has retired from the Italian national team. I think he's going to, and I think he said he's going to like spend his last season in the MLS. So he may, how will he have like maybe one or two more seasons for, for, for Juve? Look at what Kulisevsky is doing for Tottenham. I said that, okay, I can guess you selling Benton Core. Why the hell would he sell Kulusevsky? They didn't. Easily one of your best They players. didn't. They loaned him. It's just, it's a straight loan with no option to buy. Why loan so him? He just wanted game time, I guess. Oh, wow. Well, okay. I mean, he's, look, a night, he's a nightmare on FIFA, by the way. Like, if you play somebody with Spurs and they have Kane, Homie, no, 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 he's, Son, he, he, he's good. The guy's good. Um, and Lucas, Ugh. yeah, no, 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 look, look for me. I mean, to be honest, the title is between the Inter and Milan. Napoli not in the conversations between Inter and, and Milan. And just flip a coin, it could go either way. Could could go either way. Do they play again? No, no, no. So, but and my thing is that. When is the last time that both Milan teams were fighting for the title? I can't remember, bro. 2011? 2011? Were they both fighting for the title in 2011? 2010, 2011. Milan, maybe. Inter, I'm not sure. Serie A. The table was Milan, 82, Inter, 76. Okay. Um, And then 2011, 2012... Yeah, Inter were six that season. So it was, yeah, it was 2011. It was 2011. Yeah, long time. No, no, look, look, come on. Man, my thing is this, is that... That's when Inter had Ibrahimovic, oh, Rubinho, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thiago Silva, and Inter were still coming off of the the trouble, the trouble year. So. Yeah. I think, I, think, didn't, I think they had Stramaccione, didn't they? Or was that Benitez? Inter? Yeah. Um, was that Stramaccione or Benitez that season, after Mourinho? I don't remember. Yeah. I just remember like Abate for in for 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 Milan. Milan. I remember oh, that that dude, Ambrosini, and <laughs> what was oh Montalivo was Montalivo. Oh, Mont- yeah, Montalivo. <laughs> <laughs> they had uh, Philippe Nexus at center back. I think like Who's I remember that team goal. very well. He's got an amazing goal. Man. Uh, oh, the overhead. Yeah, 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 man. He was nuts. <laughs> I haven't thought of it in a long time. Um, yeah, but yeah, so it's been a decade at least mm. since since they've been at the top. So it's fun. It's a change, you know. Yeah. Which is good. 
Um, Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe scored in the same game for the first time against the shampoo. <laughs> Lorient. Yeah, Lorient Paris. See, see, I mean, like <laughs> against the shampoo. This is my thinking. It's like, yeah, it's good, it's great, but my thing is, okay, what does this mean now? What does this, what does it mean now? You should have done this against Real Madrid. So you're doing this now. It's like, okay, like PSG are going to win Uber Eats. That's not, that was never in contention. So this is just training. This is just like, oh, ent- entertainment without, without any real substance to it. So Uber Eats is a, is a good service, bro. Bro, I literally just started using Uber Eats. Like, but I would say, okay, what is, I mean, what, what, what was the big deal? But oh, you can actually get anything. <laughs> So, because I'm gonna say, okay, I was like, what's the point? What's the difference between Uber Eats and like just it's a regular thing? I was like, oh, Uber Eats, no, it's anything. Yeah. <laughs> anything you want at any point, at any time, for whatever price, you just have to pay the, the, the delivery fee. You can yeah. get it. I was like, oh, that's amazing. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I never knew. You live in London knew. as well. Like, there's, there's shit. Well, let me know. Bro, I never knew, man. No, no. I mean, it's no great service, bro. Like, there's this um, joints that do like this, like, Middle Eastern food, man, quality. <laughs> You know and especially at like 3 a.m. when when you're starving, woo, it's you know pricey, but it's worth it. Indian food is might be the goat food, bro. Non bread? Nah, nah. Nigerian food. Nigerian <laughs> food cooked food is the best. Like the the best meal of all time is pandiyam and kusi soup. This is the best meal of all time. So do you know what that reminds me? I think Carl and I are gonna do an interview about his trip to Ghana and Nigeria. So oh, okay. I'm gonna ask him what's the best food that he ate and all those kinds of things. So mm-hmm. look look out for that interview coming later in the week. Cool, cool, cool. Um Mbappe got two, Neymar got two, Messi got one. Um Neymar's second goal. Did you see it? No, I didn't see it. But Bro, me... he he nutmegged the dudes, went around him, passed Mbappe, one two basically, and Mbappe put him through Neymar. It was very good. Mbappe's second goal, he did the thing that he did against Courtois, where he gives the eyes that he's going far post, quickly shoots it at the near one. Dude's a cold-blooded finisher, bro. <laughs> it's like, like the the I don't know if the comp is Thierry Henry or if it's Ronaldo. R9 Ronaldo. I don't need to say that for you, but for the people. Like, I don't know who the who his comp is. Like, who is he more like? Who? Mbappe. I think it's Henri, but he does give me R9 vibes. It's just that the dribbling bro, isn't bro, as no refined. One is yeah, relax. No one is. I mean, you can see a bit of shades, but basically, I think no, he's, he's his own player. You he's, know, it's it's it's, it's like, like it's, it's a bit of Henri, a bit of R9, a bit of this and that and so forth. So. Like, like, obviously, he's his own player, but it's the speed that he has that reminds me of R9 and Henri. Like the speed plus and with the ball. And then the finishing, the finishing is like Henri in a sense, but it's like he's he's it's like he studied the greats and he's like I'm going to do my own thing based off what they've done. So Thierry Henry would always shoot to the far post. So Mbappe shapes like he's gonna do that, and then he's like ha, and then he goes near because <laughs> he's like you think I'm going to do that because you've seen the same footage I've seen mm. of what people do in this position, but no. So. Yeah, he's he's cold blooded, man. And I, I I saw today that apparently uh, PSG are hopeful. We read this about every week that they're hopeful, and then he rejects a, a deal. So we'll see what happens with that. 
I want him to go to Madrid. I'll, I'll be straight up. I want him to go to Madrid. Yeah, that makes me no look. look LSG is LSG, bro. That that there's something wrong with that club. Nah, it's just I'm just see him in new places. It'll be fun. He can always come back to PSG. He's got his hundred goals. He's good. So let's do some questions. What changes would you make to make the Champions League bigger than the Super Bowl? I think the Champions League is already bigger yeah, than the is, Super Bowl flying soon, but, but, but we will respect the rest of his question. PSG Chief says an opening ceremony will do that, but in my opinion, I do not think the Champions League final can appeal more in the United States than the Super Bowl and make U.S. companies pay as much as they did or as much as they do for a Super Bowl ad. Now, unless you can get Drake to do a halftime show, which I don't want. So I don't want to make the stallion or what's her name, Lipa Dua, whatever his, her name is, to do a halftime show in the Champions League. So I don't want that. But if, let's say, I was like a PR manager, so okay, how can we make the Champions League just as big or a thing as big? Just get a huge, massive music star to do a halftime show. They already do that. A it's halftime just, show. It's No, the they opened. Do you remember, like, there was one with Alicia Keys? Oh. I think there was one with Dua Lipa. Like, they do that already. Like, yeah, 2018, Dua Lipa. Which means 2017 might have been Alicia Keys. Like I was like, why is Alicia Keys here with her piano? So they they do that already. It's just it's not at halftime. Because mm. what what happens in the NFL is that like halftime is meant to be 20 minutes regularly, but then during the Super Bowl, halftime is like 30, 35 minutes or whatever it is. Like they they break the rules of the game to fit in the halftime show. I guess UEFA doesn't feel like breaking halftime is 15 minutes. Or is it 20? I can't remember. It's 15 or 20, but I guess they don't feel like extending that to fit in more commercials plus the concert. So just put it at the beginning. Um, so yeah, they already do that in a sense. Daniel, UNC beat their rivals Duke at the weekend. The second time in a couple of weeks. <laughs> it has led some UNC fans not even to care that they win the national championship. It's beating your rival so bad, nearly equal to a championship. Is bragging rights important? <laughs> Thank you for this question. Uh, Jacks365, thank you. Um, yeah, North Carolina beat Duke. First they beat Duke to end the regular season, which was a big deal because it was Coach K's last game at Cameron Indoor so that we won that game. Big deal. Um, North Carolina had never played Duke, and Duke had never played North Carolina in the national champion in, in the NCAA tournament. That happened for the first time two days ago. I didn't watch the first four minutes because I was so nervous. I thought, like, we're going to lose. We're going to blow it. Something bad is going to happen. Like, I, it was too much stress. Um, but eventually I tuned in and, uh, you know, we won the game. So I don't care what happens tonight. Like, you guys will know already if you care, like, what happens by the time you listen to this. It doesn't matter. If we lose to Kansas, we lose to Kansas. It doesn't matter because we've done – this team has done something that is so historically significant to the university and the program that I don't care if we lose because we'll always just have the Duke games. So if they win a national championship, that would be amazing. But, yeah, it's fine if they lose. Like, I wasn't even expecting them to get this far. So we're good. So, yes, good rivalries boys, do matter. Good luck to your boys, bro. Thank you, thank you. The last time – we were here was 2017 and we won the game. Like we recorded the podcast and it was a Monday championship game is always on a Monday. So yeah, we beat Gonzaga. Gun who? Gonzaga. Gonzaga. What, yeah. what, 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 what the hell is Gonzaga? It's a, 
I think it's a, like a liberal arts college in Washington, Spokane, I think. So, yeah. And, it, and it, there's, a, there's a liberal arts college called Gonzaga. Yes. <laughs> the Gonzaga Bulldogs. But yes. So what, I, what are your opinions on this? Is beating your rival so bad nearly equal to a championship? So basically, like, I don't know. If Chelsea beat, who's their biggest rival? Let's say United. If they beat yeah. them like 8 nil in certain not not eight nil. No. Let's say in Sir Alex's last match as this is actually a pretty good call. In Sir Alex's last game at Old Trafford, they play Chelsea. Mm-hmm. And John Terry scores like the game winning header to win Chelsea the league. Would that be more meaningful to you? Oh, no, no, not 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 even to win Chelsea the league, but just to stop them from winning the league. Okay. Would that be as memorable to you as winning a Champions League or a Premier League? For me, in 2012, let's say or 2013, I think it would have been like the narrative of we crushed you in your last game at you know, Old yeah, Trafford. It, it, it depends. It, it, it that depends. would be that would be huge. No, no. For me, it's like for me, like I. Really, even if it's men's Liverpool winning the league, one of my most joyful moments was Chelsea beating Man City because of because I I don't like Pep. That win was and also I don't give that win on that win is also on, on Lampard, but that guy is like a a bomber sprinter <laughs> coach. So, do you know the, it, this this the, this is why the Demba Ba game means so much to Chelsea fans <clears throat> because you stopped Liverpool from winning the league essentially. By that Demba Gerard slips, Demba Ba scores, William gets two nil, and then or, and, and, and then you made Uncle Yaya a, a league winner. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, it feels like a whole era of English players born eighty eight to ninety three failed to live up to their potential. Were those players all paper talk and no talent? What? Or or did they just get so gassed up on what people were saying about them they couldn't deliver? Could name at least five to ten examples. So eighty-eight to ninety-three, bro. What um, English players have lived up to anything? I mean, what do you mean by English players? What English players have, have have lived up to anything? Well, he says fail to live up to their potential. I think potential is a combination of media hype and just like the eye test, basically. So it's very hard to determine which England players have big potential because any English player that shows even a little bit of something on the eye test is then gassed in the media, and then we think they have big potential when maybe they weren't as good as we thought they were anyway. So, like, this isn't a Jude Bellingham situation where, like, he passes the eye test, and I think he has big potential based off that. Like, them hyping him makes sense. It's the difference between Jude Bellingham and Declan Rice for me. One is not like the other, even though they're both kind of gassed in the same way. If if Declan Rice doesn't live up to his potential... The potential that is set is a false potential. If Bellingham doesn't, then I'd be like, did he get injured? Like, what happened? Did he go to the wrong team? Is, is, what's going on? Um, next question. Pep talked today about the overthinking meme that we say on Twitter. Along with the Fraudiola comment two years ago, has that confirmed Pep has a burner Twitter account? Uh, yes. will, we hear, will we hear next him say Lep? <laughs> no, 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 he knows. Imagine no, he if he knows. calls himself Lep. Uh, no, actually, no, do you know what I think it is? They call me Lep. I think because his son and his daughter, they're quite young. So I think they tell him 
about this all the these stuff. Yeah, this is what the streets are saying. Oh, look, he knows. Like when he said Fraudiola, I was like, "What? How the hell does he know that?" Like that's <laughs> like, like nobody on BBC or ESPN says that. That's that's a strict Twitter um, term. So I'm like, "What? This guy? This guy has has a freaking Kevin Durant Bonner account." He's so passive aggressive, though. Yeah, he is. He is. He is. It's he is. like no, no, no. He's no. He is generally a weirdo. He's generally the weirdest. Manager, I've ever known. He's like he's a, he's a, he's he's a very strange individual. He's very strange. Um, real ADAJ three says, "Will Sunday's match between excuse me, let me say that again. Will Sunday's match between City and Liverpool decide the title? There's seven games left afterwards, so he gives us the fixtures: City play Liverpool, Wolves, Brighton, Watford, Leeds, Newcastle, West Ham, and Villa. Oh my God, that looks like a bunch of wins, except for yeah. the Liverpool." And Liverpool plays City, Villa, United, Everton, Newcastle, Spurs, Southampton, and Wolves. Um, oh, City have a much City have the really better good. fixtures because Liverpool are playing City. United are going to need points for top four. Everton need points to avoid relegation. Newcastle the same. Um, Spurs is Spurs. Like their first game of the season was really good. And then Southampton and Wolves. Um, City, Wolves, Brighton, Watford need points. Leeds would need points. West, West Ham might need points to get in the top four, second to last game. Newcastle might need points to avoid relegation. So none of the games are going to be easy. Um, but yeah, I would I would back City if they get past Liverpool. So yes, this 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 game will I think it will decide the title. Um, what's your reaction on the World Cup draw? Is there any chance it's coming home? Uh, and England could win. They have a chance, man. They have a chance. They have a chance. Yeah. They have a chance. Is there any chance? Yes. Is it a big chance? Yeah. Is it possible for the U.S. to get out of their group? And who do you think will be? Cru- and who do you think will be crucial for it to happen? Well, we don't know their group yet, do we? We know that it's England and Iran, but and we don't know Mar- the other team. So it's it's well, it's most most likely either Ukraine or Wales. Most likely Ukraine or Wales. So probably not. Uh, to be honest, I I don't if, think America if it's Wales, if it's Wales, England and Wales get through. If it's Ukraine, probably Ukraine get through on some like tax of like yeah, there's gonna be some unless England crash into the groups, which I can't oh, see happening. Also, no, 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 no. And shout Iran to... are no joke. Sure, because what's a shout out to my guy Hokage, who's half Iranian. He said, "Don't sleep on Iran." Don't sleep on Iran, bro. Like Don't they were in Iran. the last World Cup, so they're not. Foreign. And they got very unlucky. They they should have knocked out Portugal. They mm. got very unlucky in that game. Why is Ancelotti so deluded and stubborn? Who let this old fat man coach a club like Madrid in 2022? And will Xavi lubricate the next title race next season if Ancelotti remains? The way Madrid fans are going, you know Abdul, like OG Abdul. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's so against <laughs> Ancelotti, bro. <laughs> It's like damn, look at the old man a break, man. Um, I who let him? Perez. Um, in 2022, a who who else was out there? They were, I think they even went to Mourinho. But he was like, no, nah, I'll stay at I'll stay at Roma. So two more questions. CR7 is not going to Europa or conference. It is what it is. Just accept it now so the so the inevitable doesn't hurt. From Dr. Joe. Oh, I guess that was in response to somebody else. Oh. Um, 
And here we go. Last question. Shout out Dr. Joe, man. Yeah, he made it out, right? Yeah, he made it out, man. Yeah. He made it out, man. He survived Ukraine, bro. Um, how do we address the mental deficiencies of fans attached to this sport? People do insane things just because results don't go their way, like the tragedy in Mexico with the chaos caused by the England fans. <sighs> that is a good question. As I think we've said this point fairly consistently over the course of the podcast, that people put a lot of emotion and investment in football. Mm. Like you give a large portion of yourself to a football club, and the problem with that is you can't control what they do. As much as you might like to think you do or can, you don't. Like you can't, if you're a Chelsea fan, you can't control who the club is sold to. You might protest and this and that, but it might go to the rickets, even though you don't want them. Um, if you're Manchester United, you can't make your club hire Ten Hag or Pochettino as much as you might want to. And whatever decision those clubs make, or any club makes for that matter, um, it will affect your life in a way if you allow it because you give them some of yourself. So when people lose their minds or they get angry or whatnot, like I understand how you can get to that point because I feel the nerves. I feel the happiness. I feel the anger. I feel all of that. And I'm fairly out of it at this point, but I still get emotional over Chelsea. So um, I couldn't imagine somebody that that's basically all they have. All I have is Madrid. Okay, Ancelotti's a fat old man. Like, got to get this old. Like, of course you're going to no, go but, that but, way. No, but look, look, everyone has their passions. Let me see. My passion, mm. my passion is football and films. Those, That's like, that is my super passion. So I'm sort of okay. But when your passion is a, a football club, yeah, man. See, see for me, the... With football being your passion, is that is just very broad. So it isn't like, oh, geez, man, what's my club going to do? And if my club, like, how does football get compromised in a way that a Chelsea could get compromised or a Liverpool could, could get compromised? So, um, but look, but my thing though is, bro, it is what it is. Like, if let's say one of your first memories is my dad taking me to a Liverpool game mm. and you have grown up being attached to Liverpool in that kind of way. That's different, and that is very difficult to detach yourself from. So, like the Chelsea fan who said that the, his proudest moment was stopping the Super League, and he and he was at the Champions League final. I was like, mate, you saw Chelsea win the Champions League final in 2012, and your proudest moment was stopping the Super League. Well, there you go. You but know? that's because that's you affecting the history of the club, at least in your mind. Chelsea were going to do what they were going to do with or without you being there, but. You think I've affected change. I've made history. I did that or I was a part of it. What happens on the pitch, you can kind of trick yourself into thinking that, you know, if we shout at this time or if we cheer at this time, it could change the tide. And yeah, maybe, maybe it will, but you don't know. In that moment, if you're protesting, you can think that that protest has indeed changed the course of where the club is going. So that could, I could, I could see how that could be one of your proudest moments, but. Chelsea, we're gonna not go to the Super League or go to the Super League with or without you. I, what we do about it, there's nothing we can do about it. <laughs> People are gonna love their football clubs no matter what, and the behavior that spawns from that is gonna be what it is. So, um, 
can you educate people? Can you give people other passions? I don't think so. Like maybe you can try it, but there's something about sports and football in particular that just gets inside of people and makes them do nutty things. That's partly why we watch because we're all kind of crazy about it, right? Um, Talk and Tech, this podcast. Do the podcast every Tuesday. Remember to follow us on all the social medias. Links in the description. Check us out on Patreon, all of that. On Twitter, I'm at Daniel to look. Have hope. Where where, yeah. where can people find you? On the street. Damn, okay. That, that's another thing we need to talk about on the extra. Sometimes funny, sometimes serious. Always football. Stay black. We'll see you next week. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.